Hi, it's Kayla, and welcome to the Your Girl Trying to Make It podcast. I co-host this podcast with three other Gen Z girls of color, and we discuss our journeys through college and post-college, navigating the crazy modern world. Here, we share our honest, authentic conversations about our lives and experiences. I love these girls, and I know you're going to love them as much as I do. We hope that you'll enjoy the rest of the episode, because we're all trying to make it out here. On this episode, we are talking about travels, um, places we have been, and places we hope to visit. Um, it's a pretty stark difference from our previous episode where we talk about COVID-19 and not being able to travel. So we wanted to make this episode all about um, traveling and the lightheartedness of it and um, being able to experience different cultures. So to start off, we have Sanji. <laughs> Please share us your travel stories. Okay. Okay. Like. I, so first of all, I love to travel. I really like the whole experience of visiting someplace new and like learning more about the people, the culture, the entire experience there. So um, the summer after my freshman year, I was able to go on a study abroad trip uh, to Greece and Israel with my uh, with a study abroad group from the Honors College at the University of Houston. So it was, it was, I had such a great time. Like, honestly, it was exhausting because our itinerary was packed to like the minute, basically. Um, But I saw um, a lot of beautiful sights, Uh, went to Athens, like Athens, like, can you believe I went to Athens, Greece? Yo, Um, I I was like fangirling so hard. Uh, We only spent like three days in Greece, but I was fangirling so hard the entire time because I was a Greek mythology expert in high school uh, for my Latin club, which is like the nerdiest thing ever, but it's true. And I was like, I was, I was just like, oh my God. And like, here is where they're like, oh, it was a lot of fun. Um, but then uh, after those three days were up, we went to Israel. We basically we went to like a bunch of beautiful cities there. Um, and specifically, like I really enjoyed um, Jerusalem. Um, and I have like a really wild travel story to share what, what happened in Jerusalem. So uh, what we... So Kayla, uh, Mariana, and Sue have already heard this, and if you guys, uh, if you listeners follow the Femtech Focus, like, Instagram, I kind of, like, hinted at this experience on the Instagram, um, but... Of of our company's Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, y'all should follow, you should follow Femtech Focus on Instagram, but anyway, um, so I was, um, walking down the streets of Jerusalem, like the inner city where, where all the vendors are. And um, so I, I wanted to like get a, a little present for my, my siblings, like a souvenir. And I wanted to get my brother like this little chess set. So I stopped by like this uh, vendor stall and I was like, cause I saw a, like a chess set there and, and then the vendor came up to me and he was like, oh, you want it? And I was like, yes, like how much is it? And he like quoted me an outrageous price. And I was like, oh, heck no. And, and then I was like, never mind, no, thank you. Um, the guy that I was, uh, to, one of the guys that I was with wanted to get like a present for his mom, mm-hmm. uh, which was like this really, uh, he, he picked up like the stone necklace. And then he, so like, he asked the vendor how much it was, and the vendor said to him, like, 
this is how much it was and I was there right and then he like the, my friend turned to me and he was like hey like should, should I get this and I was like no and the vendor like went off on me he was like what are you doing why are you trying to like take my customers away from me like you're like you're you're he basically like talked down to me and was accusing me of taking his customer away and I was just like I was like excuse me sir like what like what like so so I was I got so I got into an argument you know I don't I usually don't get angry with people, but when I get angry, like, I explode. Like, I, I'm, yeah, like, I exploded at this oh, moment. No. <laughs> virtual stranger in the streets of Jerusalem, and I was like, you can't, you, you can't talk to me like that. Um, like, you, I, it's not even, like, my choice. Like, he's the one who decided to take my advice. Like, mm, like, I have nothing, blah, 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 blah. And then, and by the end, he was like, I was like, I, I like walked off and he like shouted at me he was like you you're going to wish you came back here or something like that and I was like I will never come back here man and then I walked away <laughs> and I'm okay so in hindsight so this experience like as I'm talking about it sounds scary like arguing with like an adult man who picked on me because I was obviously female it just sounds scary it just seem scary in general yeah 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 it does seem, sound scary and like seem scary but in the moment like I just could not put up with like his obvious like uh like what's that called like he was patronizing me very very hard mm-hmm. and he was like the the two dudes who accompanied me like he didn't say anything to them he just picked on me and I was like you're obviously like talking to me like this because you think you can get away with it because I'm a woman. So I was like, I'll just take my American dollars and walk away, man. And that's like the best like punishment I could ever give you. And that's what I did. <laughs> and I wasn't even like thinking about how insane it sounded, <laughs> insane it was at the moment I was like in the situation. So yeah. So that's my wildest travel story. I hope to never like get in a situation like that. But um, yeah, but anyway, that was the entire experience was fun. You know, if you ever get into a argument at like with a vendor in Jerusalem, just stick to your tourist dollars and be like, I'll take my money and walk away. I feel like there's something you can tell your grandchildren like down the line. Like you'd be like a cute little old lady and then you'd be telling the children like, yeah, so I almost fought this guy. <laughs> and they would be so like impressed. Random man. Yeah. They'd be like, oh my God, grandma, like you're actually wild. And I was like, yes, in my youth, I was very wild. Yeah. <laughs> so Sanji, where do you, uh, where do you plan to go in the future? So I really want to hit up uh, like East Asia like I want to hit up Japan like real hard um, and then like like Tokyo, Kyoto, Osaka um, and and a couple of other places in Japan and then I want to um, go to South Korea yeah. um, and because you know us you know me being- <laughs> A K- huge K-drama fan and K-pop fan in general. Mm-hmm. I really want to go to Seoul and Busan. Korean food is so good. Korean food, yo! Like I've I watch like all of these K-dramas and like I swear K-dramas are like ninety percent food 
and watching these actors eat and I'm like I have to go there to experience this to like to have that ground knowledge noodles or like something warm or maybe it's just like the shows that I watch where they're always eating like noodles and warm soup like I think K-Dramas is like 50% ramen and then the other 50% (laughs) everything else like it just seems like every time they eat they're like oh I'm gonna make food and then they're like cooking ramen I'm like bro I can cook ramen too it's just adding water but I just I want to see how the professionals make it and eat it. <laughs> Somehow they make it look really yummy though, and I I do love ramen. Like being like Chinese and like Malaysian, like I love noodles. I love cup noodles, but like I don't know. Maybe there's something bad about eating ramen all the time. Isn't that bad for your health? Like, doesn't that make you break out? Even though they have oh yeah, um, I think there's like different types. Like the ones that are like instant are really bad for you because like the noodles are like preserved. So they're bad for you but I think of like you if, if like you eat them in like a restaurant or like if you cook like the noodles yourself probably because it's like similar to pasta I guess so, like it's like the, if you have like noodles and you like boil them and you do the right thing to them then they're probably fine for you it's just like all the extra stuff in, in yeah. stuff. imagine if there was like preserved um pasta <laughs> I'm pretty sure there probably is like just add water <laughs> it's like processed yeah Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, go on. Sorry. <laughs> I think we need to talk about food in a future episode. We can definitely talk about food in a future episode. Talk I feel about like all the foods we gotta hit up. Mm-hmm. We're like bound to touch upon it in this episode, anyways, because like food is a huge reason to travel. But about your Jerusalem story, I feel like whenever I travel, my instinct is always is that the person there is right. So I'm always like, oh, like sorry, or I'm I'm very like. Like I, like, I take a step back, and I'm, like... Apologetic. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, like, apologetic, like, for sure. Like, when we, we're going to restaurants, I'm always, like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, like, just, like, a couple more minutes. Sorry, sorry. But, like, if someone were to straight up scream at me like that, I don't know how to... I wouldn't know what I would do. Like, I was, like, trying to think, like, what, what would I be, like, a Sanji, like, and argue back? Or would I just crawl into my turtle shell and like walk away it probably the latter to be honest I don't think I would fight I yeah I, I mean the the reason why I like snapped is was because first of all like I wasn't doing anything like I just gave my opinion and my friend decided to not purchase a product from this dude's shop and then instead of like ar- like arguing with my friend why his product was superior, he chose to come at me and saying like, saying that I was the reason why he lost business and that that was bad for him. And obviously, like yeah, like we we got the American tourist dollars. Like we you obviously want us to spend money on your shop and. Uh, if you choose to come at me and argue with me um, on what my personal preferences are, like, bro, like, obviously, I'm gonna fight back. <laughs> Maybe he's just scared of women having an opinion and, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what his problem was, but obviously, he was of, he was the poorer off because I didn't spend my tourist dollars on his goods, mm-hmm. um, and I, I mean, like that's also another thing you have to put up with as like a woman traveling Mm. um is having people in other cultures like like i think cultures in general are pay pay 
patriarchal. patriarchal. Um, and so, you know, when, when you, these people see, like, especially men see like a woman traveling by herself, they assume things such as like, oh, like she doesn't know what she's doing. I can just rip her off or things like that. So, I mean, there's a, if, if you, if you're a woman in the audience and you're out there and you have like a similar experience or, um, or hopefully not, but if you do ever uh, come across a similar experience, just know that it's like, it's not your fault. You're just traveling, you're tr minding your own business, you're trying to explore the culture and, and uh, eat the food and all of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's not okay for someone to talk to you like that, especially when like, you're the one giving them like, like, the, the American tourist dollars, you know? Yeah, but I also feel like, I don't know, I, I would be very concerned, like, for my safety in general. Like, okay, to preface this, Sanji also knows how to, um, like, self-defense, like, physical. Yeah, I'm a black belt. Yeah, so she's a little bit more prepared than I would be if I were to be, let's say, like, handled, like, physically. I'm also, like, a short person, like, I'm, like, five foot, so it's very easy for someone to pick me up, like, quite literally I think I haven't met someone who can't pick me up um so I would be very scared if it turned like violent really quickly even if I wasn't a small person and I so and I think that will also be something you need to take consideration in case you know like if you are ever in that situation but um I guess like since I'm talking <laughs> for me I've I've actually been to like various continents already throughout my life like I've been like, my family loves traveling, so, like, even when I was a kid, they were, like, oh, my first time I ever went to the U.S. was when I was, like, three. I don't remember at all. Who remembers anything at three? Like, kudos to people who do, because... No, I didn't comment. I was, like, because my parents... I'm always, like, oh, like, we don't travel as much anymore. Or, like, something along those lines. And my parents were, like, we traveled so much when you were a kid. Like, we went <laughs> to all these states. And, all these and I was, like, I don't. Like, why would you take me traveling as a child? I'm not going to remember anything and like is it just more work for you but that's just that's just a comment honestly that's true though because kids at three like they can't really walk that far you have to carry them and then like they cry and then they need to nap like just take me now i can i can plan the trip i can like do the tickets i can do the schedules like yeah okay i 100 percent agree um, but yeah, I've been to like countries in Southeast Asia, like I'm from Malaysia, so obviously I've traveled within Malaysia and I've been to South Korea and Japan <laughs> and I've also been to the US, like why well, I'm in the US right now, and then like London, Turkey, um, Paris, <laughs> Thailand. Last <laughs> throughout year with all of them. <laughs> oh my gosh, so you're making me cry. <laughs> So I've only really been to like South America or like um, those type of. I want to go to Mauritius. Oh, I've been to Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> and y'all can't, listeners can't see, but like the girls' faces right now. Oh, yeah, it's really funny because actually I have been to quite a few countries and I'm really blessed to have been. Um, and in the future, I, I actually want to travel more in like Asia and also South America. I feel like there's just so much I don't, haven't experienced in like, even though I've been to Japan, 
I've only been to like Tokyo and um, Kyoto and Hokkaido. <laughs> so I feel like there's a lot more places that I can go. Y'all can see their faces because like they also mute themselves, but they're like, what the heck? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm calling it now. We need a girl, your girl trying to make it like trip somewhere like Japan or South America. And we could like chronicle our adventures as we go. Like travel. Someone sponsor us to make this happen. We got to make it happen. Yes, sponsor us, please. <laughs> Since you've been to so many places, which one was your favorite or like least favorite? I don't know if I, it's, it's like ethical to say which one is my least favorite. <laughs> Like, I hate this country. (laughs) I get what you mean, though. But um, I think my favorite would be Japan because I just really like the food. I think Japanese food is one of my favorite foods because it always feels, like, healthy and tastes good, obviously. And it's very easy to get around. Like, I'm someone who doesn't really like sitting in taxis because, like I said, I don't like to be kidnapped. I don't want to be kidnapped. And I think I'm pretty small so I like the public transportation and how like it's very normal and you know I, I feel like I don't stick out too like it's kind of weird like I th- I'm also become like hyper conscious of like who I am and my identity what I look like as a girl like small and like Asian like when I travel in different countries because like if I travel in an Asian country although I don't speak Japanese like a single like lick of Japanese I still feel like I can get around and feel safe I think feeling safe is a huge priority for me for traveling also especially as a woman um so that's also another huge reason why and I was able to enjoy it a lot because of that and to add to the fact that I love like all the um pop culture like in Japan like the like, I like I like j-pop but like not as much as k-pop but I like it and I also like anime I like the cute like Senryo things like Hello Kitty, Gudetama, like Rilakkuma, all those stuff so like those I just yeah, I love all those things, so, yeah. Sue, take me to Japan, please. <laughs> I can speak, like, a little bit of Japanese from what I picked up over, like, animes and stuff, so. Oh, actually, one time I went to Japan, and then I was taking, like, a selfie. I was, like, 13 at that time, and then, like, these two grandmas, like, walk, walked past me, and they were, like, ooh, kawaii, and that means, like, cute. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, my gosh, these two cute grandmas called me cute. <laughs> You are. I, I feel like when people see, if, they, if, if like the people could see us physically, like, I wonder if like how we talk matches to how they view us. Because I feel like you Imagine do. Imagine us. Very, yeah. Like, yeah, like a very cute vibe, Sue. <laughs> oh, just... Sue, your, your travels is like, answers my question for where do you want to go? Like, so I guess I'll, I'll go next. Um, basically, where I've been is my parents are from Mexico so I've been like to a lot of places in Mexico for family visiting and vacationing like I'm a real beach girl like I love the tropics Dominican Republic all that that's like ideal vacation I just like white beaches and stuff and then for my 15th birthday um usually there's quinceañeras but I didn't want that I'd rather have a trip so I went to Atlantis for a week with my family <laughs> so that was so lit um I have Atlantis that's under yeah. the ocean yeah where is Atlantis oh it's in the Bahamas 
So there's well, oh, actually oh, you mean the hotel? The like the yes. really like oh, okay, got oh, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> does she know it's not real no no um there's one in in the bahamas and there's another one in dubai and i think they're making another one in asia i'm not sure but yeah but i went to the bahamas one and um i've also been to china in high school for two weeks that was pretty cool so i've been to the wall and more recently in college i was like you know what life is short i want to go to to Asia again. So I went to Hong Kong with my boyfriend and I'll give the funny story in, in this travel, but, um, okay. Okay. <laughs> freak me out. <laughs> y'all go, y'all went just the two of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> what? So okay. Wow. Like y'all planned everything. Y'all like booked your hotel. Yeah. I mean, I kind, I kind of planned everything. <laughs> oh, hey. Um, Okay, yeah, you're ready for the story. So, yes. um, one of the in in one like our itinerary, one of the things was to go to Macau, and so in Hong Kong you can take this like little ship ferry thingy to go to Macau. And so we went, and to be honest, it was probably the most boring day we had because there's not a lot to do, especially during the day. And then if you're not like 21 and gambling and you yeah. know drinking, so we walked around. There's like a lot of um obviously like European stuff, Portuguese from like the people who were there before. But the funny thing was that we had no idea, but we went on a day where it was like, basically it, it was getting to around noon and we started seeing people like closing their stuff early. And then they started putting wo like wooden panels over their windows and stuff. And then at like three, we went to go eat and this guy was, we were like, are you open? And he's like, yeah, but we're closing early because typhoon is coming. And I was like, what? Like there's a typhoon coming and we're in on, on an island. <laughs> and so basically we ate and we were like, we don't even know what we're gonna do. And we had to take that ferry back the same day to Hong Kong. The ferry that goes on the water where? <laughs> oh. the, yeah, exactly. So we went to the, like the port or whatever where the boat would take us back to Hong Kong and they canceled it so we had nowhere to go no hotel so we just like sat there on the cold floor for like uh like three hours trying to see if they would let us go three and, hours yeah something like that they even like we even decided to get chicken nuggets to feel warm because I was wearing like a short blouse so I was cold girl <laughs> And so basically at the end, they, they were like, yes, it's okay, you can go. But to be honest, I think they just kind of wanted to help us leave. So it was still dangerous. Like I could see the waves and we even got VIP seats, <laughs> but we made it back safe and we didn't miss our flight back home. But wait, I'm so scared. It's like, <laughs> it's a natural disaster. I know. Did you but, not have fear in your heart? Like, to be honest, to be honest, like when they told us, I was like, okay, well, you know, we're just going to call our parents, sit here. Like I took it so normal, which I wouldn't have expected of myself because I'm kind of like a control freak. So, but, but yeah. You're like the bravest person like of us all. Like if you were, if we were all to describe each other in like one word, like Sanji is like fierce. Mariana was like brave, like brave. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I want to go like bungee jumping and like she wants to go and explore and that stuff like Mario oh, yeah, yeah. the risk-taking person. Like I, I want to jump off of an airplane. 
Yes. Um, very into the waves. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, but that is my crazy story. Let's see if you can beat that, Kayla. <laughs> like I said, oh, I am a very calm Taurus. I am very apologetic to the locals. Um, I don't think I have a crazy story. Oh, my only crazy one is like maybe like we got like robbed at like like in Paris. You seen it uh, so casually, uh, like pickpocketed. No, yeah, yeah, like, like pickpocketed, but like it wasn't like too bad. Like, it was, it just like felt really scary in the moment because like basically like we like we were living or like we were in a hotel really close to the Louvre in in Paris. Um, but we wanted to go to Versailles, but yeah, you had to take public transit because like like we didn't have a car and like public transit is pretty normal in Europe, and so but it's like really confusing because that like the public transit is confusing. So we were confused on like how to like go there, get there because like you it wasn't just like, like a straight shot like you had to get off, get on again. But it wasn't even like getting getting off like underground. Like we had to go up to like the above ground and like below ground, and then there was like a, like a bunch of random things. Um, but basically we got to this one place and we were really confused and then this dude comes out and he's like wearing um, like a uniform and stuff. He's like, oh, do you need help? And I like forget what happens. But basically he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like I could help you. But like this ticket doesn't work. Like you need to buy another ticket. Um, and my mom was like, hmm, I don't I don't think so. My dad was like, he like believed the guy. He was like, oh, let's go. Like, like let's go with him. And my mom was like. I don't think so. And so we like woman intuition. <laughs> and so this guy leads us down to like this uh, not, not like, like a creepy place, but just like an empty area. Like there were still cars there. It was just like an empty area. Like we didn't see anybody there. He like lets his ATM. And like my dad was literally about to like pay for the ATM and like I don't know, do things or something. My mom was like, you know, like let's go. Like let's let's go somewhere else. And so basically I I I because like my parents like speak English like pretty well, but like because we were like, like in a new place, like they also didn't speak English that well. So I was just like, you know, like we're okay. Thank you for helping. Like, bye. Please leave us alone. Um, and so basically that happened. And then we were still there, but we finally got on the train to Versailles. And then when we were there, though, my sister got pickpocketed and she lost her phone. Um, so basically, my opinion of Europe is that it's quite a scary place. Um, <laughs> Oh my god, no, I want to go to Europe, like, that's my goal think, after graduation. I think Europe is fun, um, but you kind of, you kind of, like, really have to know this city, because I feel like, um, like, the public transit in London was not bad, like, because everything was underground, and it seemed pretty, like, good, um, and same with, like, the public transit in, like, New England in, um, America, but for some reason, the one in Paris, just, it was just, like, really bad, and, like, we, my parents kept telling us, like, oh, be, 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 be careful of your bags and stuff, because, like, pickpocketing is really bad in Paris. Mm. Um, but that's it. Like, my favorite, I think, for Europe one is, is definitely London, but that might just because I could understand the people, <laughs> and they were, and it was, like, easier to get around, but. Where do you want to go in the future? I don't know a lot of you. I think all of you guys have traveled, like, way more than me. Like, for me, the most, like, I have been to South America the most, because, like, I've been to, Cancun I've been like I went on cruises and so Ooh. I've been to like Jamaica Costa Rica um like Grand Cayman um that stuff like places that places in the states and like Cal um Canada and stuff mm -hmm. but the only place I've been abroad abroad like 
not North America is, is Europe. I, I haven't been to Asia. I, I haven't been to Vietnam. And so I need to go to Asia and experience my roots. Um, but yeah. I'm experiencing your roots. Me too. Like I, I've actually didn't even say this in our other episode where we talked about culture, but my last name, some people like ask me about it and it's from Belgium. So I want to go to Germany and Belgium and see if I can like, you know, just learn about culture and stuff. Cause that was, that's where my great grandfather's from. That's oh. so cool. You, yeah, like, like your last name doesn't sound like Hispanic. So that's yeah. why I used, but I like never asked because I was like, you know, like people just are mixes of different things. Most yeah. people are not like hundreds. Just one, yeah. Yeah, like your ancestors, your like family members, you don't know. Um, I mean, we can only like guess or based on what we do know. But I was going to talk like to Kayla's point uh, when she was talking about like Europe. Like a lot of people have told me in the past, like, yeah, you have to be very careful in like Europe about pickpockets. Like pickpocketing is like a huge thing in many countries in Europe. I don't want to say like the whole continent, but like maybe many countries where you're a tourist. And like, even when I traveled, like when I traveled to many like the European countries, I traveled when I was like younger, like around like 11. So I was very like, I guess like unaware of my surroundings, but luckily I traveled with my family. So like they were the ones who were like, they would, <laughs> the, the preparation for the trip was like my grandparents, my grandparents and my parents would like buy, um, those like fanny packs that you like wear under your clothes yeah no my dad also did that too we, we had like four one for like each of us yes so everyone has to have like some money on them and you carry your passport with you i mean like that's general like travel thing you have to carry your passport with you because like in case of anything um but i would say like as long the i think the reason why we we stick out so much in europe is because we're like a whole like Asian, like East Asian, Southeast Asian looking family, like in Europe where there's like predominantly white people in those countries. And so we stick out a lot. But when we visit like the Asian countries, I feel like we don't stick out as much because we look like the people there, even though we're not culturally the same. We do have similarities where we're like, we'll eat like using chopsticks or like, we'll, we, um, I don't know, we just look the same. So you blend in better. And that kind of feeds into like the culture of it like whether people treat you a little bit different or like know whether to like target you and I don't know why but every time I travel even in the United States I still feel like I stick out like a sore thumb because although it's there's like a diverse array of people like I actually went to New York um last winter and it's probably one of my favorite trips if it wasn't Japan I would say New York is my favorite really <laughs> yeah yeah New York and DC <laughs> and Boston past winter yeah yeah, I like I like Boston and DC, but I feel like New York is hella loud. Like Kayla, oh, same. Like same. I I think if I hadn't gone in the winter, I, I also went in the winter somewhere to use um Sue. And then if I hadn't gone, I would have hated it because the only reason I think it was like good because like, like the holiday vibes were like so there. Like there was like music yes. consistently and like Christmas Rockefeller, like the whole thing. But besides that, it was so loud. The thing is that I grew up in the city, like even in Malaysia, like I grew up in Kuala Lumpur and um, uh, what's it, like, contradictory to like common knowledge, you think like Malaysia, like you wouldn't think like we have that much bustling of a city or even like Mexico, like people sleep on developing country cities because like our cities are like always bustling. Like I would, I can't compare it to New York. New York is just like literally concrete jungle, but like Malaysia is legitimately jungle and a city. <laughs> like we have so many trees even within the city itself and on the highways. 
and like I think I read this article somewhere like the top 10 best malls in the world I think like four or five of them are from Malaysia and that's kind of crazy to think about like um in Houston we have the Galleria which is like a really nice like bougie mall but like in Malaysia we have a couple of malls that like can easily rival Galleria and that's why I only really like Galleria as a mall here but going back to the point of like New York like I actually just really like the hustle and bustle because I feel like there's so much to do even past like 7 p.m and that's something I dislike about traveling in the U.S like once it's seven it's like everything is closed <laughs> and although like I want to go back and rest I also want to explore like the nightlife or like you know like walking around the city when it's still like nighttime is different from you know, during the day, and I feel like there's just not as much any, many things to do, whereas if you go to Asia, you can go to the night markets, you can go to, like, I mean, I wasn't at the age at the time, but, like, clubs, like, clubs be popping in Asia. <laughs> what the hell is there to do <laughs> past 7 p.m.? Like, I'm, that, that's... You're also going to the club in America. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the night markets, too, and that kind of, like, the point of what you were talking about, of, like, how they treat you, when I went to China in high school, like, it was funny, because all the kids, we went to a school, like, to stay at a school, and the kids would all look at us, and people would look at us in the street, and they would be like, hi, and then I went, I wanted to practice Chinese, but they wanted to practice their English with me, <laughs> so it's like, I didn't even get to talk to them in Chinese, it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, I mean, being a Chinese person, like, by blood, I also don't speak Chinese that well, so I would like to practice it more, too. Like, I went to Japan, not Japan, China last summer with my family, because my family really wanted to visit, like, the, um, the terracotta warriors and, like, the tomb of, like, Qin Shi Huang and all that kind of stuff, so my, I planned the trip, but I was struggling a little bit with, like, um, looking things up on Google Maps because if y'all don't know, China doesn't use Google <laughs> or Instagram or all this type of stuff, so it was hard to find things and also like have it translated into English. So I think there's def definitely a language barrier if you're traveling in a place where it's harder to plan along with the language as well. There's an app called Kluk now. It's like K-L-O-O-K. And I think it's not not only for Asian countries, but that kind of helped, at least for Hong Kong, like getting tickets to stuff and like like trips that you can go to another island. It was pretty easy. Oh, I called it like K-Look. <laughs> oh, you call it K-Look? Yeah. I don't actually know how you say it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just called it that. This is something that like I thought about a lot, though, because I feel like when I'm traveling with family, not to be mean or anything to them, but I feel like it gets tedious at times. Hundred percent agree. Like we're all just different people. So Sue, how you said like you really like exploring and stuff and resting. Yeah. I'm like I'm kind of like that, but for me, it's because like whenever like example, I went to we went to Europe. We didn't do a lot because we were in the city. So what we mostly did was that we went to go see the museums. We went like shopping because I don't know, like luxury things are cheaper in Europe. So mm -hmm. like it was fun, but. It wasn't, like, fun. Because I think for me, I, I prefer doing, like, physical activities or, like, that kind of stuff. Because it's, like, oh, like, like, that's, like, a building memory versus, like, oh, looking at art. Like, and I love I love museums, but, like, sometimes it gets boring. Um, and so 
And then my, my sister is like a really tired person. Like we, we, like we walk for like an hour. She's like, let me, let me sit down. Let, let me get, give me a break. And then my dad, my dad is like, we gotta, we gotta hit everything. We gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> and then my mom is just like, like ambivalent. She's like, yeah, I'll, I'll just like do whatever. So we're all like different people and then it just gets very tedious at times. And so for me, I really like traveling with friends. Um, and the only time I've ever done that is like my high school senior trip when we were on a cruise to like South America and stuff. And then um, to like Washington DC for like mo- like model G20. Like, and that was it, but it was, it was like really fun because it's like, there's no pressure. Like we're all just like kids. And so, I don't know, that's my thoughts about traveling sometimes. Kayla, you brought okay. up good There's like, <laughs> Kayla, so much Kayla, I could like, speak truth. Oh, like, like <sighs> I mean like the planner, cause y'all, like these girls know I'm definitely planner type. I'm like definitely type A. I have to plan and like backup plan everything. Like especially when I'm in like a foreign place or doing something different. And like there's so much I could talk about, like planning with friends versus planning with um family, family. and yeah, but Sandy, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so so when I went on my study abroad trip to Greece and Israel, like I traveled with like my college, like a group of kids and adults that um, that like paid for the trip. So I mean, I knew like I had friends in the group, but they weren't it wasn't like a group of friends. So like my dream is to go somewhere like especially like Japan or South Korea, or like basically, you know what, like strike that basically anywhere. I want to go with friends just to see how it is. I've done like small trips. um, Like, like, even, it's not even small. It was just like I accompanied like my friends from Houston to San Antonio, which is where my family lives. Um, but like I want to do like an actual trip with friends, like going to another city or another in another country, going to Japan. So I will cry if like somehow us like your girl trying to make it podcast is abroad in like Japan or or like South Korea or like South uh, America. I just really really want to travel with friends i love i love my family but um they're also like very different people from me like kayla was saying like she's like an outdoorsy like type of person um i also really like i'm also kind of like that um i want to like I don't necessarily, I like museums and history a lot. And like architecture is like also something I fangirl over, especially like old buildings. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a bit of like a camera hog. So like, I want to, I just want to like explore the city, like walk around, take pictures in cute, like um, and in cute places and like eat food and just, just keep like walking until like the day is over. Um, I don't necessarily have to have like, places to go per se um but i want to have like i want to travel with a mix of people like y'all like sue planner uh mariana with like her experience in like hong kong and traveling by herself with her boyfriend and then um, kayla along being like kayla with her yes, please and then she'll be like running around like enjoying being able to do what she actually wants <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, like, like, just the experience, I think, is something I really, really want to do. 
and like now that I'm a college age student like and I have and I've like saved money doing like internships and jobs and stuff it's even it was even more achievable like senior year was supposed to be the year oh, yeah. like, I traveled because I finally had money to do it <laughs> but still like COVID like come out here and was oh, like no <laughs> I was like no yeah yeah but, I, I, oh sorry Sanji. oh no I'm done okay um for me, it's like I'm a mix of all of y'all, kind of. Like, I do like going to museums. I do love architecture. I also, I, like, need to plan everything. And then, but but also, like, like for example, a day could be planned, but that the nighttime, like, go take a shower, eat something or, like, a quick nap, and then let's go out and walk at night and see what we find. Like, that's what I like to do. Mm -hmm. um, and that was pretty fun. Like, for example, in Hong Kong, they sell, like, a bunch of crazy chips styles like we had like hamburger flavored mm. chips <laughs> so yeah and I actually sometimes I still order like chips from over there because I couldn't find them here but yeah let me just say this Asian snacks slap like <laughs> something you buy your snacks Sue because the most Asian the Asian snacks that I find I usually have to go to a store in like Pasadena oh so, so I live <laughs> well like in Houston there's like we have Chinatown right and like there's so many supermarkets in Chinatown sometimes I just like wander around there and then see what I can find I think each mart has like the best collection of like snacks in my personal preference um but obviously like I don't really find Malaysian snacks specifically yeah. so like usually in the summer when I go home I'll literally bring like, half my suitcase is like Malaysian snacks and Malaysian ramen <laughs> just Maggie me and like hot cup and all this good stuff but I haven't been back so I'm I'm out of my Malaysian snacks I finished them within like two months because I'm just like I crave it you know like that's the childhood snacks I grew up with but like going back to the point of uh, traveling with like family and friends like I, I I learned to adapt my scheduling and planning like trip planning style because of planning with like family or friends like family I already have lived them all my life like so I know what they want to go and visit and I know if I travel with my brother who is like really young he's um he's eight this oh. year and he was he does not like walking pretty much at all he doesn't like doing anything he doesn't like <laughs> so, what I mean by that is like my he's sister also like, you can't even convince them. Like, once he doesn't like it, he doesn't. So you have to, like, wiggle a carrot in front of his head and be like, we'll go to a toy store if you go into the museum with us. You know, we will make a pit stop and you can, we'll buy you this toy. Oh, my gosh, funny story that reminded me of something. So last year, I went to China. And you know China, they are very, um, very uh, not protective. Like, a lot of security around, like, even public transport. So, like, we were taking the um train like the subway train basically around like the city of Xi'an and um all that stuff stuff so we bought this toy gun <laughs> for my brother on the street like my brother he loves you know those shooting games which I don't necessarily you know think is a good influence on him but he just likes the type of stuff and like my my father like tends convinced him to to um you know follow us and, and keep on walking by buying him a toy like you know the carrot like i said before so we got the gun we went on the train and in order to like transit like go from one train like 
one track like line to a different line you have to get off um swipe your card again and then like go through security and like security is literally like if you have a water bottle you have to place it on that scanner thing to see if it's like a dip, uh, harmful substance or whatever and you also need to put your bag within like that conveyor belt scanner that you have at like airports it's like pretty intense like and if you you know there's anything wrong they will have you open it up throw things out and so we put like you know his toy we put it in my mom's like bag <laughs> and he went through the scanner and they were like <laughs> you can see the shape of the gun in the scanner and they're like what is this and like in mandarin you know chinese my mom doesn't speak that much chinese she can speak like you know a good amount but like when you know a security guard is asking you like pretty aggressively like what the heck is this <laughs> you you just naturally freak out and so my dad he walks fast so he went past the security and everything it was my mom and my brother and like i saw they were kind of like getting held up at the security and I was like, there is something wrong here. So I tried to grab my dad and he tried to explain to them, like, it's just a toy. It's legitimately like a toy. It doesn't even shoot. Even if you press the trigger, it doesn't shoot. They just took it out. Like they handled it as if it was like a real gun, like took it out with like their fingers and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, you can just press That's it. That's so extra. <laughs> but like, you know, I understand like maybe because maybe it looks very realistic that it's, it's it looked, it was like black and it was like, oh, okay. It. so like they don't want to risk like pressing the trigger just to prove that it's not real right so they, they just treated it like a real gun and then they just like threw it away or confiscated it and i was like i that was the best possible scenario because we didn't get into any like legal trouble or like were had to be interviewed or anything so that ended up being fine it was just a very like intense five minutes or so <laughs> or even less it just felt really long that's probably like one of the yeah, most recent scary travel stories I have. But um, when I travel with my friends and my friends listening to this podcast, hello, y'all know who you are. We have a group of like, our group chat has like at least 15 people, I think. Like we have like 20 people in our group chat. And when we travel together at the end of winter break, a lot of us are international students. So um, we all just stick together, you know, like international students, we stick together, like your yeah. family. <laughs> and we travel there was one time I think we had up to like 12 people at one point in time where we just like uh, went to LA together and I am not gonna lie I was really I think one of the main people planning the trip with the help of other friends too but we had so many we have various cultures right so we have friends who um, are allergic to shellfish and we have friends who are Muslim so they don't eat like pork and they also like you know don't drink alcohol and all that kind of stuff so you also have to not just plan for people's like likes um for like museum and the sites but also like the biggest problem not problem but the biggest challenge was for food because like for me i don't mind eating anything as long as it like you know tastes good and it's not overtly expensive when i travel but catering to food preferences was a challenge because when you are hungry and it's cold and it's nighttime and you have you know, you can't just jump into a car and like drive wherever and you don't know the city. It's like you have to kind of plan ahead for that. And it's hard to plan ahead for restaurants that you don't just want to like reserve at. And you're a group of 12 people. So like not all restaurants can just have yeah. 12 seats available at any point of time. <sighs> yeah, thinking about that just makes me stressed right now. <laughs> but it kind of counts, sounds like so fun. I guess because like for me, that's kind of what I imagined 
quote unquote college would be like. Because for me, I always imagine going to a school outside of where I live. So I would be like dorming there and that kind of stuff. And so like for you, it's like, yeah, we just like went to like LA, just <laughs> all of us, you know, like it sounds really fun to me, but I also get how it can be t- totally stressful. I mean, I don't regret it at all though. It was very fun. That was just the, the only like stressful thing. And even like looking back at it, it because we were all like squeezed together in the same Airbnb, it was literally like, like nine girls, not nine, less than that, like maybe seven girls in one room. Like our Airbnb was super cheap because we squished 12 people in like two, a two room Airbnb. Like there was a guy room and a girl room. And we pushed all the beds together, even though there was like three beds, we pushed them all together to fit people. Like imagine those children's books where there's like a huge bed and there's like 10 little kids like all tucked in. Like that was us, <laughs> pretty much. But it was really fun though. It was really fun. Y'all, can we just like travel together or something? This podcast is manifesting. It's manifesting my dreams, but um, so like, like I, I, I want to travel. I want to travel with friends, and I think like something maybe we haven't discussed that I like fell into when trying to do trips with my friends is that we're all so busy and like nothing like. Sure, we have breaks like winter break, Thanksgiving break, spring break, you know, all of that, but that doesn't mean like there's stuff that we it doesn't mean that we're free. Like there's if it's spring break and Thanksgiving break, you better believe our professors are, are gonna give us like homework or projects to do. And then um winter break and like summer is for like internships or like hanging out with family and things like that. So I just, like, my dream is to just go somewhere with friends that where we're, like, all, like, so we're all together. We can make it fit into our schedules despite all of the different things that we're doing. And I just, like, I just want to travel so bad, y'all. And it's, 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 like, not even funny. Like, I consoled myself, like, freshman year after my freshman year experience, like, which was amazing. Um, and I was like, you know what? I will travel with friends like senior year like I'm gonna have internships I'm gonna have money all of that but COVID yeah but I I think it'd be really cool to the listeners out there to let us know on our social media Instagram handle like what your interests are where you've traveled where you want to travel do you want to travel with us do you want to sponsor us to go somewhere but um donate 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 to the fund so we could all go to like japan or somewhere yeah but i think the moral of the story is kind of like we all really love culture we love traveling we always have like all four of us really want to experience the world and i think um tell us like if you share those ideals or if you're kind of a homebody because sometimes i think that i am a homebody and i just want to like lay in bed and watch TV, even though I'm like in a new place and I know I should be traveling, I'm kind of a homebody. Um, but yeah, let us know like what you guys think. I think with that we can end today's episode. Um, thank you all for listening. Like always, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the Yeah Girl Trying to Make It podcast. Follow our social media also at Yeah Girl Trying to Make It. Follow us also <laughs> while you're at it. Um, with that. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see y'all next time or next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thanks for listening.